0: Today's changemaker is a fighter, a knock down, get back up, over and over again fighter. And I'm saying this with passion because her harrowing story is going to send shivers up your spine when you learn about how she was trafficked into a human sex trafficking ring at just 20 years of age. She left her native Budapest, Hungary for Toronto International Airport and what followed from there is something from the movies. Tamea Najee would have to fight to regain her freedom, her sense of self-respect, and even to find new reasons for living every day. This is her story.
1: Welcome to Sip It On Stories, where we take you into the lives of diverse and unique change makers who turn anxiety, fear and passion until powerful recipes for success. Good stories build insightful connections, but great stories. Now, that's something special. Today's story is one of those stories.
0: Hi everyone, my name is Rose McInerney. Welcome back to Sipping on Stories. It's great to be with you again for another amazing story about a change maker today. Today is all about the fight, and we are going to meet Tamea Naji. Do not forget to hit that subscribe button and visit with us on sippingonstories.com. Give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. That intro is just something you're gonna to have to hold on to because. Today, we are sipping on Tamea's story. Her favorite drink or common drink that she has every day that she she stands by is water. We all know that water is the source of life. It makes up almost everything in our human being. I think we are 90% water. I know there's going to be a scientist out there that's going to dispute this, and maybe I'm a little wrong, but essentially, our planet and who we are in terms of our energy and our beings. It, water is a massive component. The Scottish call it the water of life. Of course, they're drinking whiskey or they're drinking you know, um, something that's got a little more punch than water. But water is the perfect metaphor today for meeting with Tamea. We are going to sip on the story that she has lived in terms of um, her, her childhood, the experience growing up, it's all contained in a book called Out of the Shadows. So I'm going to encourage you to pick that up and, and have a read. I'm also going to send you over to Tomea's Cause.com. That's T-I-M-E-A Cause.com. And you can read more about uh, Tomea and also her um, her challenge to all of us in the world. And that's to understand what the international market size is for human trafficking. It will blow you away with numbers like $150 billion. Um, And more than 40 million people around the world that are being trafficked as we speak, as you are listening to this. So I'm not going to be too heavy though, because when you meet Tamea, and we're going to head in there now to meet with Tamea, you are going to feel this um, amazing, angelic sense of light that is going to radiate through to you listening to this podcast today. I can't wait for you to meet Tamea and to hear her story of courage and fight. Thanks very much for listening, and let's go in and meet with Tamea. Good morning. Uh, welcome, everyone, back into Sipping on Stories. I am sitting today with what I can only call the bravest woman in the world that I've ever met. And I've met a lot of people in my life. I am so excited to introduce Tameya Naji, who um, whose story is harrowing. Um, but whose victory and sense of self-worth and happiness and what she's doing to change the world will change the way you feel about all kinds of things in your life and give you strength and hope and courage. So without any further ado, I want to welcome you into the, uh, into the lounge is what I like to call it. Tamea,
1: how are you? I'm great. Thank you. I feel so cozy already in your lounge <laughs> oh, good. For, for having me on your show.
0: Oh, You're so welcome. Um, I'll just explain very quickly to our listeners that you and I have had the chance only to talk on digital sort of platforms. We've done a Zoom call before. Uh, We've got an article about Tamea that's coming up in our WS. um, WomanScape is our sponsor for Sipping on Stories, and we've got Um, a beautiful article about Tamea coming out, but I want to do a shameless plug at the very beginning for um, this incredible book. This is called Out of the Shadows. Um, You have to get it. You have to read it. Uh, Have it by your bedside when you're looking for courage and you're looking for light. So you didn't ask me to do this. I know Tamea, so um, but I really felt it was important to... um, to just put that out there at the beginning, because the book is only one of a smidgen of things that you're doing. Um, so maybe we can start with this. I feel like your you've got an incredible platform called Tamea's Cause. Um, could you tell the listeners about you know what it's about? What what's this website?
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, the book is about my life story about being trafficked from Canada to Hungary and sorry, the other way around from Hungary to Canada when I was just, uh, 21 years old. And so to me as cause is basically born out of my everyday driven motivation when I get out of bed is how can I stop, uh, whatever happened to me from happening to others or how can I help the ones that are already in slavery today to to get out of slavery hopefully in this lifetime so to me as cause is actually a for-profit company I founded in 2014 Shortly after, I had to close my charity because we just never could get enough donations for the work that I was doing. It was at the time when human trafficking wasn't a buzzword, wasn't in the criminal code, so on and so forth. So out of desperation, I started a for-profit company and uh, I call it a social enterprise. It doesn't really hold a legal stand in Canada, mm-hmm. but what I do is I, I make money. And I treat it as a nonprofit, and I spend it—I spend every single penny we make on survivors' initiatives um, in Canada and North America. So that's to me, us, and our main goal is to raise awareness, to help uh, change laws, legislations, and uh, to help the, obviously to do a global education and to help survivors on on, um, various rehabilitation platforms. That, that's a
0: great recap. Um, so cause.com it's T-I-M-E-A-C-A-U-S-E.com for people to check it out, especially while we listen to you. And you've noticed by now, and it's a beautiful accent, Tamea. She is from, um, were you born in Budapest? I was yes okay, and I should say Budapest. It's Budapest, isn't it? Not Budapest. Wow, great job! <laughs> I actually was in Budapest in I think it was around 2014. It's it's the coincidence is interesting. Um, I I I love touristy things, and I was on uh, just kind of a well, that's a long story. We won't go into that. But anyway, I was on a a bit of a three city tour. And I saw the beautiful Danube and also one of the hotels where, and I know you're a movie buff because I read that you like Rocky, um, Sylvester Stallone, Dirty Dancing. Uh, Those are all faves of mine, particularly Rocky. But um, I know that Melissa McCarthy filmed a movie called um, The Spy there. And so I was just sort of reveling in that movie set. And in many ways, I have to tell you, your life, Sounds like a movie. There, it's like an action-packed Tom Cruise, um, you know, or Cherise Theron kind of movie. Um, so now you've got this incredible website, and you are out there, and you are helping to create awareness and raise funds um, to stop the the trade, the sex trafficking trade, which I know from my homework is to the tune of about a hundred and. Fifty billion dollars is that right? And a hundred of which is about sex trafficking.
1: Well, yes. Yeah. So overall, modern day slavery, mm-hmm. human trafficking brings about one hundred fifty billion dollars uh, to the market from the black market. Right. And um, but of those. About eighty to ninety percent, depending on which continent you're at, right? But of yeah. those, about eighty to ninety percent of that funds are coming from sex trafficking. Right. And the rest is coming from modern day slavery. But again, depending on which which continent you are on. Mm-hmm. But again, so for example, in North America, forced labor is so hard to detect. So we don't really know the real numbers. So while I've been here saying this for 10 years, 11 years, that sex trafficking is the leading type of trafficking, I'm not 100% sure. So what I would say is that right now, the data that we are able to gather, because there's more awareness and a little bit easier to uh, spot sex trafficking, right now, the data says that that. Most of the money from sex, uh, from human trafficking comes mm-hmm. from sex trafficking. Right. But I would not be surprised if, you know, in 10 years, the data is going to show completely different once right. we actually start digging deeper.
0: Right. Well, I know that back in 2012, 2013, when I first learned of it, I think it was the the global numbers were half that. So it's exploding. We know it's it's big. We'll circle around at the end of our... our um, Chat today and talk a little bit about some of the things that maybe people can use to to look or to see through some of the uh, facades that these um, very coy sex traffickers use to lure um, young women and young men and and people into the industry. But but I want to focus um, on you and and kind of the the well not kind of I want to focus on what you're building. So. You obviously have gone through this harrowing experience. Um, we don't have time, nor do I have an inclination to get into the details. Um, you have a term for this when people go deep down, and maybe it makes for good ratings or something on a show when somebody cries, and they tell you all the most horrific things about um, what it's like to be trafficked. I think you've, you've got a term for this. What do you yeah, call it?
1: survivors who's been speaking about this we realized that there is a sense of need for for the audience or certain audience for us to go into deep details on how we were raped or abused or so on and so forth and so we came up with this term uh called trauma porn okay which is which is just not appropriate in so many ways it's not good for us as a survivor to go so deep it's mm-hmm. humiliating it's dehuman it's just it's not that healthy. And mm-hmm. I just don't understand the need for the audience to go that deep. And, and believe it or not, in some confidences, mm-hmm. because I didn't go in, I actually, the organizers said that they were disappointed because uh, they really wanted to hear that part of my story and that that's what they paid me to come here. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm not a monkey in the zoo. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was here to witness yeah. on human trafficking and educate your audience on how it right. happens in your sector. Good for you. The book is very explicit. Mm-hmm. It was enough to go into details once. That's why I wrote it. If somebody yes. really needs to know how a woman being, you know, raped and what that feels like, please read the book. But but if we are here to talk about solutions today, mm-hmm. I'm your man. <laughs> well, you are my
0: woman. You are my woman because I agree with you. <laughs> you're all, you're all. Um, because I agree with that. And I know that in our initial conversations, that was something that I was very mindful of in thinking that if we truly believe in healing and we want to end what this is, I don't know that there's anything gained. And in fact, it feels so salacious that we're feeding into what the problem is. And and I don't want to do that at Sipping on Stories. We are... I do
1: believe that it is very important, which every single conference or presentation I do, I talk about the mindset, how um. I got there, what happened to me before I answered that ad coming to mm-hmm. Canada, before I made a decision that for a normal person, would not even be a possibility or a choice. But why did I make that decision? Where was my mindset? It's no different than the immigrants who jump on a boat near Italy from Syria. You Mm -hmm. know that boat is not gonna hold more than 60 people. You can tell. Yeah. But how desperate do you need to be to put your entire family and your two years old on the boat that you know that most likely it's gonna sink. Yeah. So how how horrible your life is or, or how desperate, what a tunnel vision you have to be yes, already so that you say, this is my only choice. Right. And so that's mm-hmm. what, that's what usually, uh, my presentation is all about. Understand why people make this choice. Yes. They don't judge. And now that you want. Right. Understand how we got here. Mm-hmm. Now you see how the world is playing into you know, making more and more victims. Yes. Bit or without their knowing And so now that you understand how can we stop this collectively?
0: Right, right. Well, I love that. And mindset truly is um a way I think when we do hear stories and we meet people that have gone through extreme challenges, it's a way for us to stand in their shoes, as you put it, and to understand why were they feeling so desperate? Because it might be very almost callous or easy for someone to say, well, she should have known better. Why would you answer that at? Why would you go not knowing? um, And maybe we can just talk about your, just the mindset part that you're okay with in going. Um, I think that that would be really great because, you know, I know in your book, there's some beautiful pictures of family and, you know, all kinds of things there. And, you, you had a difficult childhood, and I think for anyone that is listening that has experienced poverty, that has experienced, um, and we all have to some extent, this sense of questioning our self-worth and our place in the world, um, what is it that drives us to make decisions that maybe in hindsight, we're like, what the hell were we thinking? You know, you just, yeah, could, could you shed a little bit of light on your mindset?
1: So I actually only learned about this when I was already an advocate. I was sitting in a conference and listened to one of the top psychologists in human trafficking in Canada, and she's ex- actually extremely uh, well-credited and accepted in the world. Her name is Jackie Linder, Dr. Jackie Linder. Okay. And she put up a slide and said it's called the ACE form, which is, which is how do you measure of uh, where the child mindset could be around, you know, 10 or 11 years old. So, okay. this form it said if the child has experienced, you know, suicide, death, domestic violence, sub- so there's 10 a list of 10, 10 things, right? So, suicide, death, um, um, pre- uh, the parents going to prison or a family member, okay. mental illness, substance abuse. Physical abuse.
0: So and, a long list, a laundry tumor, list.
1: Right? There's okay. 10 things, right? And she goes, when we come to when we look at human trafficking and the mindset of a victim, if if five out of ten events happen to this child, it's yes. not a matter of if, it's a matter of when this mm-hmm. child will be trafficked. Okay. Well, I sat there and looked and listened to the events. Do you know how many events I had? 10 out of 10
0: yeah i i'm 10 i
1: i'm gonna guess that Mm -hmm. so so and then jack dr jacqueline that explains my mindset to me from the psychological perspective of how the trauma started at the age of one Mm -hmm. i was born into a very toxic family so my brain just slowly got very used to trauma and that's Mm. my normal my normal is destruction screaming yelling abuse, physical, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's my normal. That's my bubble. I don't know that there is a normal way to That's my normal. Yeah. So on the top of it, we were poor, desperate. And so basically, me as a child, as a human being, I was Mm -hmm. never taught critical thinking. Mm -hmm. I was never taught thinking not out of crisis. We were always, always in crisis Mm -hmm. mode, always. The bills were never paid on time. That's the only thing I know. If I today to this day, if I get a bill, mm-hmm. I need about 13 seconds to calm down and walk right. myself through that this is my mom's reaction, not mine. I have money, I can mm-hmm. pay the bills. But to this day, when I if the bill is to this day, if it's over a thousand dollars, I actually start panicking. Not because we don't have money, it's because it's my normal, right? right. So all that mindset. Pair up with being super desperate, so vulnerable. People use this word vulnerable. Yeah, they are vulnerable. Yeah. But nobody really knows what that means. Nobody knows that vulnerable means that I actually have zero sense of self-worth and I have no one advocating for me. Right. I'm a 13-years-old, 14-years-old, 16-years-old girl just lingering around in the world without any actual emotional, physical, or financial protection.
0: And connection. You're just, you're even the connection. There isn't right. a... Right. Okay.
1: So here I am. I'm 20 years old. We are poor. We're going to lose our house. There's no one else around me to help me. Right. Mom is... Just slowly recovering from heart surgeries or like yes. heart problems. My brother yes. just came back from the army, mm-hmm. and my normal is to find a shortcut to fix it. Yes, That's my normal. Yes, so when I saw an ad that said, Come to Canada, I'll work for fifteen hundred dollars a month. Young woman, English is not necessarily that was my normal. Mm-hmm. Had I seen an ad saying, I need you to speak English. You need these qualifications, which would have disqualified me because yes. I never had the time or a chance to get real education, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it's a real ad in, from the normal world, I don't belong there. I'm never going to make it. Yes. And right now I need money. So of course right. I'm going to go with the ad that makes sense to me from where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. to be honest, deep Inside, and I say this in a book too, yeah, Something that little thing, that little voice told Boys. me this is a bad idea, but it's no different. But because how desperate I was, it's no different than the refugee or the immigrant standing at the end of the island and say, This is a bad idea, but my right. land is on fire. It must be better than what I'm running
0: for. Yes, yes, yeah, which is and natural. There. Right. right, and that's natural. We tend to do that when we, you know, when we're under duress, (laughs) we look at, well, what are our options? And we go to the shiniest object. We go to that place that we think is going to be the quick fix. We tend to think short term um, as human beings. So, so I know that your path goes through this harrowing experience where you fly to Toronto and only to discover after you land that you're met by two fellows that quickly suck you up and take you into this ring and, you are stuck in this this for how many months? For how long? Three months. Three months. And it completely changes your life, but you manage to escape and get help and get out. And that's too long a story to go into now. And again, I think that, well, not I think, I know what we want to concentrate on is What's the low in all these change makers that do amazing things in the world? What's the low and what gets you up to get going so that anyone listening to this will say, crap, my life sucks, but if she did it and look at what she was dealing with, maybe I can too. And that's the part where, look at COVID. When you and I talked, we didn't have COVID. Now we've had an explosion of marching and, and a movement, a civil rights movement. So for you in that situation, and I know that we talked about it and you got out, um, what's your low and what helped you to get out and, and change your future?
1: Yeah. When I was in it and it actually started in a childhood and I didn't really put a lot of this in the book because I wasn't sure if, if people are ready to hear it. But since then, I just feel like if you don't want to hear my story, then don't don't (laughs) be talking about it. But this is going to sound very strange, but from a very young age, I had a voice inside talking to Mm -hmm. me all the time. Every time something really bad happened, this voice just calmed me down and said, everything is going to be okay. All Mm -hmm. you need to do is get up. Mm -hmm. And every single time in my life, when there was some really, really scary stuff, terrible. When I thought, this is it, I'm going to die, that yes. voice just came and said, and I felt this really warm feeling. I did an interview uh, with the European TV uh, show last week, and I said the okay. same thing, and she said, you're describing an angel. I said, "Call it whatever what you I'm, want." Yeah, I call mm-hmm. it the voice, and it was warm. And so, to answer your question, every single time in my life, every single moment when I tried to escape, when I was raped, when I was locked in a room, when I, and when I started to sink emotionally, this yes. warm feeling came, and this beautiful voice that I can't even describe said, "Just stay calm. Everything is going to be okay. Right. It's going to be okay." But the other voice, it's the same voice, but the message at the end was always, always, just get up. Just Just get up. up. Mm -hmm. Just get up. All you need to do right now is to get up. And I remember Mm -hmm. there was one time when I was lying in a baseball field in Canada. Um, Something really, really terrible just happened to me. I don't know where you are in the book. Yes. And I was lying there and I just wanted to freeze to death. I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I talked to God or whoever was up there and said, <laughs> I'm done. I am done. I can't do this anymore. I am done. And this voice said, are you really done? Have you really tried? And I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> you kidding me. How many times are we going to have the same conversation? Right. And the voice said, um, have you really tried? And I mean, you tried alone, like not relying on others, not playing the victim card, the poor me. And I don't mean to. Yes. Me. I no. don't mean it in a bad way. But, and then I said, okay, fine, we'll make a deal. I'm going to get up one more time. This is the last time I'm getting up. Oh, wow. And I'm going to give it a real shot. You're right. Fine. I'll be a big girl. I'm going to do this all on my own. You're right. Fine. I'll try it. Mm-hmm. without my mom's victimhood voice and poor us and no one's gonna help us voice. I'm gonna yes. get up and I'm gonna do it. And I did. And uh and shortly after I started, you know, get back on my real feet without relying on everything and anyone outside of me. And unfortunately I'm still that way and sometimes in business <laughs> it can be that way. But yes. um so that's what got me up. And to this day what gets me out of bed is knowing that there are 40 million, 40 million and 300,000 human beings are going through the same or worse experience that, or way worse experience that I have. And that just won't let me. That wow. can go and get a real life, you know? And this is what I do, and this is what I'm going to do until I die. Okay, I'm going
0: to say that one more time. 40 million people around the world, suffering the way that you did gets you up every single day. Um, okay, those numbers are are astounding if, if we just, if we think about it. I mean, you know, we are crying right now over the number of people and justifiably so that are dying from COVID or people that have been suffering for so long. But when you put that into context, the numbers, um, it does speak to that. And I think overcoming your low and just a simple mantra, just get up, is, you know, every day is a new day. And I I find I hear this, Tamea, from so many of these change makers that do amazing things in the world. And all of us, I mean, there are uncelebrated, we all are uncelebrated in so many ways. Just getting up or seeing each day as a new day and the possibilities in there is everything. Um so so maybe we can look at, um, because this is the thing, your story, there is so much to say. I think, I think I'm going to have to have you on again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not going to be enough. Uh, but what I would love to do is to look at, because this is the crazy thing, to look at some of the specific initiatives. Maybe tell me you know, one of them that you're super proud of. And then let's roll out um, in the end what it is that people can identify with because I know you're doing some groundbreaking work in this area. Um, you consult and, and maybe you can, you can. I know if this is a long intro here, but tell us a little bit about how you spend your time, maybe one of those initiatives that you're really proud of that is showing some potential, and then what we can do. What can we all do? Absolutely. Okay.
1: I do believe that the way we're going to end this is when every single human being with the good conscience realize what... Human trafficking is on the world, in the world, okay. and the way to do that is education and raising awareness. And I started doing that eleven years ago. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I also used to have a safe house, and I used to rescue victims uh, with police operations. I still do that sometimes. Yes. I jump back on the front line with uh, American law enforcement and Canadian law enforcement sometimes. Um, and, um, I got the name, uh, victim whisperer because I do know how Mm -hmm. to have a conversation with the victim on the scene and how to help them to come forward. But, um, but I'm really, what I'm really, really passionate about also is raising awareness and education. So what I realized is there's so many education going on on human trafficking, and it's amazing. I am so happy to see that. What I feel really sad about is that it, if you're a responsible investor or if you are an anti-money laundering investigator from the financial sector or a police or a service provider, you have mm-hmm. to go through seven hours of Googling to find the right class if you find it online, right? Ah. Or up until now, you had to travel. It costs a lot of money, Right. And even then, you still don't know if the presenters are knowledgeable enough. In most cases, they are, and they're fantastic presenters. But again, yes. you got to understand the movement only started really about 10, 12 years ago. So that means presenters who are presenting just, you know, who just started a year ago or two years ago, they may have date information, but they're not yes. as seasoned investigators as the ones who started 12 years ago. So okay. I think when you, when you, when you, well, the first challenge is to find the right education for you and and the second challenge is actually the very first challenge is for you to figure it out what do you want to do in this movement and the right. only way for you to figure out what do you want to do in this movement when you understand human trafficking as a whole so yes. you need to get education once you find out where your place is in then you need to get education specifically to your sector where yes. you work at or where you can actually be helpful right and again right. how do you find that Mm-hmm. There is not one website where you say, I'm a mom, I want to get educated, or right. I'm an investigator, I want to get educated. So
0: ah, okay, seven
1: years... Of struggling with that, I, re- I I said, okay, if no one's going to do it, that's what I always do. If it doesn't exist, I'll just do it, which is why most of my initiatives are a struggle for the first three, four, five years until people realize that that's actually where we need to go. Then everyone right. starts doing it, which is awesome, and then I stop doing it because you don't need my help anymore. So. Right. They call right. me the Ignited as well, or a Trailblazer. So mm-hmm. I feel no difference with the new initiative. It's going to be a struggle to get it up and running, but once it's up and running, I think it's going to be very beneficial. Okay. So it's called uh, Tamiya's Cause Online Institute. The short version is TC Online Institute, and it is going to be an, a one-stop uh, shop and okay. uh, a, an educational online platform, online educational platform mm-hmm. for cross-sectoral. Education. So if you work in a bank industry, you come on here and you look for your sector and you see the trainings. But if you're I also see. a mom, you can look for a sector where I'll be training moms and stay at home moms. But if you're also, you know, volunteering in a school, you can right. also go and get education how to detect this in a school and so on and so forth. So
0: this this is smart because um, there are going to be clues in all these different industries and the clues might be different. So I know, for example, just to put this in perspective, that Tamea is talking about creating an online web platform where you can go and get information so that you are educated, particularly in a way that, res- that, that resonates with the life you're living. So if you're a banker, if you are working in... A retail industry. If you are in a restaurant industry. If you're a mom and you're going to school and you're, um, you know, stay at home and you're you're working at home like this and raising your children, that there are clues in all of these different scenarios, and so that's what you're tackling is the creation of really a global platform that will speak to all the nuances in each of these areas right and
1: i love that you say global because as the news is getting out i already get requests from england greece and um and uh, cyprus that they would like to basically franchise the north american version of tc online institute so So that's, that's exactly what we are building. You're right. But the other thing that I'm really proud of about this platform is we have so many people who may not belong to any of those sectors. They, you know, they retired or, you know, like I said, stay at home moms or stay at home dads, but they have so much to give. Right. Yes. So what we do, and and I get these emails all the time, I'm so passionate, what can I do? And I say, mm-hmm. that's usually an hour-long conversation because mm-hmm. I need to figure it out. It's one thing that you're passionate about it, but which part of human yes. trafficking in the modern-day slavery movement are you passionate about? Because if you're passionate about rescuing victims, there's no point for you to contact an organization who only does awareness because that's not going to get you out of bed. Right. What we actually do... Like a, a, a match matchmaker kind of a, a oh. an hour class where we okay. help you to figure it out who you are and match your passion and existing skills with possible part of the movement and then we can suggest you resources. Got and it. We can also train you how to approach nonprofits because believe it or not, on underpaid, underfunded. Overworked nonprofit agency gets about 150 emails. I want to help. Yeah. Say, and they just mm-hmm. simply don't don't have the resources to. Right. While they are missing out on valuable, you know, team members who could add 300 to 400 very skillful hours to their labor work. Right. So. Right. So that's that's what the pet It's 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 super smart because. <clears throat> You also create
0: disciples, so to speak, that can go out and also share that that knowledge. Um, This is incredible. What you are building out is incredible. I am going to continue to cheer for you and root um, every day and share information. Um, You know, there is so much and I hear you that we've got to look specifically how each of us can contribute something and that that will be different Um, offhand. And I'm putting you on the spot here three places that are common within North America to find sex trafficked or human trafficked victims. What are those? Are there top places? I'm no. going to
1: just say this. If you have internet,
0: if you yes. have
1: young girls or girls, you know, in your town, if you have highways, you have hotels, you have sex trafficking.
0: It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Okay. Okay, That that's... Um, that's harrowing, um, but it's it's what we need to know in order to face it and to get over the challenge. This is um, incredible. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud to know you. I am so proud to introduce you to people, and I can't wait to continue to, to help build this out in whatever way we can. Um, you are an incredible light, Tamea. Um, there are no words. I start to get choked up a little bit because um, truly you're taking on a mammoth a mammoth problem in the world. Um, it's it's age old. It's as old as, as our human race, I'm sure. But if we don't start somewhere, then we're not going to go anywhere positive in the future. Um, a last little word for anyone um, struggling. I know you said just get up, go forward.
1: Um, I would say this, um, I'm gonna shamelessly Promote something that we are working on, but only because if you're a parent or a guardian, mm-hmm. or you have anybody in your family or friends who have young children, yes. uh, the one education that's so hard to find is one for parents and their kids at the same time. So we, mm-hmm. the, the, the one of the biggest problem in North America is the prevention part, right? Nobody is yes. really helping kids and their parents to prevent them how this is happening. Because of COVID, our kids are online right now about 10 hours a day. Guess who was is online? Wow. Uh, wow. Okay, this is crazy. What mm-hmm. we are doing right now is we're putting together the most intensive, most deepest training for parents and kids. We're going to teach you guys things that only detectives know, mm-hmm. but they don't have the, like, legally they can't talk about this stuff so we're going to We're going to teach you and your kid how to keep yourself safe online it's usually any webinar that you see out there it's like oh here are the apps to look for but this is going so much deeper we're gonna have a former detective from montana who's going to actually bring real screenshots of real predators trying to lure her as a 13 years old when she pretended to. We're going to have an expert on social media and online uh, digital um, uh, platforms. He's going to show you tools on how predators can find you just from one picture to the point that they can point out which bedroom your child is sleeping in where your child's best friend lives, where your child buys the ice cream. Right, they can stock them. One picture, and we're going to show you how to protect your kids. So I think it is so important. It's not done. Governments are not doing nearly enough to get this education in school. So we're going to take it up on ourselves. Everybody have a camera at home. Everybody have a laptop. Everybody have a phone. So you have absolutely... No excuse why you shouldn't get on this call with us, because okay. this this simple education could okay. either prevent your child to be sex trafficked or lured by predators, yes. or actually save your child who's already being harassed by human traffickers.
0: Sure, and so, and you don't even know it, and you don't even know it. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: okay. So wow. How are we gonna start? Uh, the event is going to happen in September. When I have a real date for you, I am going to let you know.
0: Excellent. Okay. Well, with with um, I know you are such a, a busy woman. You're um, you have a you have a lot to build in the world. So I know I'm holding you up. Um, but no, truly, Tamea, it was so lovely to have you on today and to be able to speak with you and share uh, the transformative work you're doing. I love the term victim whisperer, but I think trailblazer and um, you know, kick ass change maker kind of fits just as well. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you again. And, um, and maybe we'll share how the, the platform is, is going and um, some insights for people, but we'll certainly post everything as well for people
1: to check out. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for shedding a light on this very, very t- difficult and dark topic. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Well, you make it all light. You turn that darkness into light, my friend. I look forward to talking to you soon, okay? Thank you. <clears throat> all right. All the best. Take care. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to today's story about Tamea Naji. Uh, there are so many things here in the lounge that I could tell you as a recap and an update, um, sort of a takeaway from what Tamea has shared with us today. Um, the term victim whisperer is interesting, but I think it feels a little bit too passive, um, too inactive. This is a woman who is single-handedly in many ways. She's got a, a team and all kinds of advocates now um, that are helping her to build this new platform that you can hear from the numbers if we're looking at 100 billion people. Um, you know, strong in terms of the industry. I think sex trafficking and or human trafficking is only second to, um, you know, d- drug trafficking in the world in terms of its market value, its market size. One thing to remember is we are in a digital world right now. So much with all the isolation happening that those things aren't going to change soon. And it's something I didn't even think about. Tamea is warning us as parents of kids that are home, particularly if they're not going back to school, they are going to be online. And that means that there are more predators with an opportunity to find these kids. Um, You don't always know what your kids are doing. I know this as a parent and having three children myself, you don't always know. So the takeaway here is get up. If you're overcoming or you've got something that's really difficult, find a way each day to get out of bed and tell yourself there's a new opportunity, it's a new day. You see that for someone like Tamea, who's in the most harrowing circumstances, there can be light at the end of the tunnel. I encourage you to read her book and to learn about those pivotal moments in her life where she did learn how to continue to follow that voice. Whether you call it an angel, your intuition, or something else, it would do us all very well, I think, to be more meditative and prayerful at this time and always in life. Um, So her words of wisdom are something I'm going to take away today. Um, I hope that all of you that have listened are good to yourself. I hope that you love what you heard today that you don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us if you really enjoyed the story. When you give us a five-star rating, it encourages other people to come back and listen, too. So uh, visit us at sippingonstories.com. Check the website. We'll have links for Tamea's organization. Sometimes we even have some cool announcements and some free giveaway swag. Um, Last takeaway, I want you to enjoy life. We don't know how much time we have on this good blue marble uh, we call Earth. Make every single day count. Enjoy the last sip that you take every single day before you turn out those those lights and you go to sleep at night. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Be well. And I look forward to hearing from you and also sipping on some more stories here. Um, all the best, and that's a wrap.